Hello, passionate people. You are listening to Passion Harvest. Thank you so much for listening today. And as always, I'm so passionate to share these episodes with you. I'm Louisa, your host, International Passion Ambassador. Every week we share new episodes talking with people across the planet who have an inspiring, entertaining and passionate story to share, taking you on a journey to discover your passion. Hello, passionate people. Welcome to Passion Harvest today. Today, I am so excited to have the most passionate guest to share her story, Viviane Chavez. As a master healer and part of the royal family, Viviane is a biological Arcturian hybrid, conscious blended channel, holographic healer, spiritual teacher, and intuitive consultant. Her inspirational life story has touched the heart and soul of thousands of people worldwide. Today, Vivian has a spiritual and healing practice dedicated to assist you deeply heal body, mind and spirit. Set you free from the indoctrination from other star civilizations, restore past life timelines, access past lives, release stored programs and old belief systems, reintegrate soul fragments and empower you to reascend to your infinite divine expression. Vivian and her galactic family serve as conduits of light consciousness, as well as a direct bridge of blended communication between the earth plane, our collective and other highly evolved collectives of masters and dimensional teachers. Wow. <laughs> this is going to be an exciting episode. Welcome to Passion Harvest, Vivian Chavez. Thank you Welcome. so much, Thank you. I'm wow. I, I'm I just don't know where to start. I'm so excited. I guess I, in the concept of the time frame, I'd really like to know how you got started on this journey. This is a wonderful question, and I started basically since I reintegrated the Earth plane, and I know that that sounds to be you know a very big overwhelmed answers. So basically, it was the very the very first thought that I remember having as young as when I was five years old, I understood that there was something um, deeper about my connection to life. And also I've, I was able to understand and pick up on the energy field and the emotions of others. And I was always going to be an observer, you know, with other children of my age at the time growing up and, uh, it's so the journey started a long, long time ago for me. And of course, my awakening process has been especially accelerated when I was in my 20s. And um, ever since, it's been an amazing path. And then today, today is for the key of acceptance of who I am. And I've always tell people that truly the key that opened the door to the acceleration of your own awakening is first and foremost, accepting acceptance of who you are and all of your expression that goes beyond just a human identity or a persona that you got used to. That, that's a beautiful message because acceptance and whether people term it to love yourself unconditionally, um, it really, and personally for me, has been um, a journey of great growth and accepting who I am. I guess a question I might have people might ask is, how do you accept who you are? How do you accept who you are? It's first to be able to look at yourself through your eyes, 
every day and to see more, to see to be able to perceive a spark, an emanation, a light, an expression. Recently, I was interviewed for a documentary, and the last question after two hours were asked is, who do you trust ultimately in this changes in this energy field in this world that is in constant vibration and change and and the answer to that was very simple it's you you trust you so for example another exercise we can all do is that every day in your routine when you brush your teeth wash your beautiful face look yourself take a moment to look in the mirror look at yourself in your eyes see the spark what is your divine being, what your inner being has to say? What you perceive. And the more you do it, the more you will perceive who you are and be able to open the door to, the door to acceptance. Acceptance has been a big part of an element for me to first accepting that I am a hybrid and I am a child of two very distinct worlds, if you want. Accepting that even genetically, that, um, you know, I, I belong to as much as the Octurians as I am here on the earth plane working and being a mount human being in the civilizations. So acceptance will open the door to the self-mastery that is within your heart center. And this is something that we are very keen to repeat, sustain, teach, and help everyone return to the connection to your self-mastery within your heart, within the wisdom that you already possess within you. It's there. It's just, you can even breathe into it every day. I love your um, talk about trust and it's so true. And me, myself, um, in the past, we often give our trust away. We often rely on other people's opinions of ourselves or other people's judgment to, um, for our own journey in life. Whereas when we start going internally, that's when our greatest growth occurs. So I love that. And I just want to touch on what you said about the hybrids and um, as you are, are a hybrid and an Arcturian, if you wouldn't mind explaining a little bit more about that. Yes, of course, with joy. So we have heard the terms of hybrid versus soul star seeds. And there are thousands of star seeds across the planet. Thankfully, I'm very grateful for everyone. So hybrid, basically, it's the genetically blend of typically of what we call a extraterrestrial or non-earth-based father or parent. And also the other parent is human. So the blend of genetic blend of two gives, you know, birth to a child, what we call a hybrid. So in my case, my biological father is 100% Arcturian. And then of course, I do have a human mother, and uh, there was a, a lot of collaboration behind at a soul level coming together to bring forth in a hybrid. Especially Octurian is very uncommon. It's not something that we do because it's very uh, challenging to be able to physically live here and to be able to uh, sustain the energy field of a three-dimensional density planet as opposed to a much more inter, you know, lighter frequency planet where we originally come from. So it's not something that is too common, especially among Arcturians. It's usually more starseed, where as we know, it's an emanation of other civilizations that comes here and takes a physical embodiment. 
So for example, you know, many people will feel that the Earth is not their home base and they feel more at home among the stars. So there's also deep galactic memory connectors activating in them. So there's a point of junction in themselves where they feel the need to reconnect with a deeper sense of origin and there's a calling at the soul level. So the spark or the divine spirit in the, in the, in the person originally comes from another star system, another galactic galaxy, another, you know, multiverse. And they've come here in human form to bring this very distinct emanation, to bring the wisdom, to bring the knowledge of where they come from and encore that in the grids of the earth here and within the collective. So there's a distinction in between and it always says it's, very convenient for the star seed who have taken on a human form because you're much more equipped to navigate through three-dimensional life rather to have such a blend of a body in my case where vibrationally i'm designed to live in higher frequencies um, but at the same time there's also gifts there's beauty for me to be a blend uh, genetically blending with the arcturians because physically i am engineered to be able to hold their frequencies. So when I become blended channel with them, I'm able to sustain the collective. I'm able to sustain that frequencies. And so, it, and it's wonderful when they come. It just, it feels right at home for me when they just come and blend in. I've got so many questions to ask you. <laughs> um, <laughs> gosh, I guess the first one that came to mind is you, you say your biological father was full Arcturian. Yes. How, I mean, I know I'm going to get to ask this question. Did he tell you this? Did you, how did you find this out? Oh, yes, yes. Father and I have a large team of Arcturians. Um, you think about Arcturians as a portion of the collective. Father has assigned to me a large group of our people. Um, they are dedicated to follow me, to guide me, to make sure I'm nurtured and supported and get the nutrients also to counterbalance the lack that I'm not getting from the food base here on this earth. So my father, my biological father, comes and uh, have direct contact with me. I go on board our ship. It's, uh, you know, to regenerate, to be able to reassess, to learn, to have some upgrades, you know, uh, and be also among our energy. This is how I take a reprieve. Think of uh, people working all year, and then they go on vacation to an island where there's more oxygen, where there's more, you know, close to the ocean, where they can detox, relax, and this is how they regenerate. So just an image I'm giving you. So for me, my island is my Arcturian, it's my father's ship. And then um, I consciously go there and also they do it overnight. And I know I spoke about it before that they always have to keep a certain level of regeneration to maintain my physical form. And that's truly the secret behind having a successful project in terms of bringing in a Harturian hybrid in the form where we push the envelope further. I know people ask me before, but that's impossible. Arcturian will not be able to maintain or stay on the planet. And the answer is true. In physical form, they wouldn't be able to. It's too dense. At the same time, I'm blended with human genetic. I have a human mother. So the blend together was successful with extreme measure. So they're taking 
cautious measure on a daily basis to make sure that I'm constantly uh, maintain and sustain. So think of it as I have to get my 50 vitamins every day to maintain the process. It's something similar, which is why we went really above and beyond. And there's other aspect. I was also in core with the energy of a master um, that has um, accepted to blend an aspect of himself with me and with his energy field. It also helped me to maintain so that physically I can be stay in the body and be functioning. So there's different extraordinary measures that we're taking. So it's not something that is very common, not for Arcturians. There are, of course, other hybrids on the planet at different level of hybrids, uh, different you know civilizations, different in core, different genetic blending. But talking about, in my experience, being Arcturian, um, it's something that is, you know, quite extraordinary because I understand that um, I'm a bridge. Think of myself as a bridge. I'm in constant natural form of blending telepathic communication with my star family as I am completely also blended here. So think of it as, think of him as a rainbow bridge, if you want, with that civilization and higher dimensional, you know, intelligence in here on this earth. And so we maintain the bridge open to be able to interact and being able to help people understand the true nature of who we are and also the presence and what we bring here and the reason for going such, you know, above and beyond to create such a project and be here in physical embodiment. So there's a lot of joy here. I all, I, like to bring a little touch, a sprinkle of humor. I always tell my Arcturian family, you know, I we don't have hair. So one of my favorite features of my physical form is my hair. I don't know what to do with it. I just leave it there, but I like my hair. I think it's an interesting feature from the human side. Um, you know, eating food and digesting, it's also fascinating. We don't do that, not the way in the human concept. So there's a lot of experience that we do here that we don't have, you know, the aspect of having five fingers and be so having a muscular system that is so engaged into every movement, everything that we do, it's, it requires so much energy and it's fascinating into the experience. So my team's theory, the human race at the same time through my perception, through my experience, through my interactions, helping my Arcturian family to understand even more the evolutionary path of the human race, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, especially with the emotional body. There's so much energy that we are observing that each individual on the planet generates. The emotional field is such a powerful gift that human beings have and at the same time don't quite completely comprehend the power behind it but we do we can see the energy that comes from all of you and collectively so there's a lot of exchange of knowledge wisdom understanding and also to observe the evolution on the planet it's it's just we are such in powerful times and yet challenging at the same time as the human being is being redefined even in its physical form and we know that we are becoming much more larger and um, conduits of light 
So your body is also expanding, your cells, your capability, your nervous systems are, are expanding in terms of gateways of light and capability of receiving more frequency, more light energy, and also connecting with higher form of intelligence. I take a deep breath. <laughs> <laughs> that is a lot of mind-blowing, incredible information to absorb, and I'm just trying to digest it all. Um, the two questions that come to mind out of the multitude, and I probably when I replay this, I'll think, oh, my God, I wanted to ask you this question. <laughs> <laughs> but um, your biological mother, was she aware that your father was an Arcturian? Yes, it was fully conscious. It was from an agreement of course, at the soul level prior to incarnation, during incarnation, I've, of course, I have the joy of having my mother today. She's so young, so unhealthy. And I thank this, this, I thank the Supreme Creator Force for that. So, of course, it's conscious. Uh, it's been something that has been collaborative, something that has been agreed upon. Uh, of course, it has had its challenges, as you can know, a young a young mother in her early 20s bringing forth, you know, an hybrid child and having so much challenging to see me struggling. Because when I was a baby, I was struggling to, you know, just to be here, to digest food, to breathe and functioning in even through space and time, you know, to be able to have a sense of coordination. Um, even today, sometimes I feel clumsy even when I walk. I can feel that I'm stepping into my turn self. I feel myself energetically growing as if, uh, as if I was 12, 13, 14 feet tall, but I'm only 5'9 in, in human form. So I can feel like a discrepancy in my body, like my body is too small for myself. But then I come back and readjust, and then my team helped me to reincorporate myself. And then I go, oh, okay. It's okay. I'm okay to balance. My balance is back. I can walk. I'm, I'm centered again. So there's this adjustment, you know, on a daily basis. And as I'm growing through time in my own evolution, I'm growing deeper into connecting with my Arcturian self and also the other collective that I channel, those who are, we're working, we're working very closely in collaboration other civilizations like the Andromedans, for example. We have tremendous respect for them. Uh, we work also with other council. We have a delegate also that we go to for the Federation, the Galactic Federation. So, you know, think of me as an ambassador who also have connectors and connections in terms of memories, in terms of interaction with other collectives. Um, but of course, my primary point of contact and representations is definitely the Arcturians, which I physically embody also their qualities uh, in this lifetime. And it's a choice for my mother, for myself, also for my human, my human dad, because I have two fathers. I have fathers, which is Arcturian, and dad is my human dad that I grew up with here on this earth. So everyone I remember prior to take on the body or take on this identity known as Vivian Chauvet, I remember being in my Arcturian form and we were having very careful, you know, um, meeting, bringing the, the project forward, how we're going to be the alignment of bringing the soul and how it's going to be um, 
you have to also remember in your heart that when you are speaking with such an advanced and enlightened civilization such as the Arcturians, when we talk about bringing forth a child, creating a hybrid child, it's not in the traditional ways of thinking as you would think, wow, how did it happen? Yeah. <laughs> it's more, you know, it's, it's very much more of a advanced, very careful process overseen, agreed upon by the Council of Elders, making sure that even with the, at the soul level, there are full agreements uh, from everyone. It's overseas also with the permission of Supreme Source. So there's a lot of sacredness behind it to bring that forward, to make sure that everyone is respected, everyone is empowered, and also grow in the process. So there's a lot of exchange, and there's been a lot of gifts uh, also given in the process to my human parents, their experience, their growth, their spiritual events, enlightenment, and all of this. So it's very, think of it as, um, you know, a group of people collaborating very deeply for a big project that will serve the community, for example, more in that sense. Yes. And I guess, then I guess that my question is, why are you here? What is your purpose? What is your soul's purpose? Yes. My soul purpose. Imagine accepting to go above and beyond, taking on a Arcturian hybrid form mixed with, of course, human uh, form together and to go to such extent. One thing we can tell you is that I understood on the soul level because of other prior missions on other planets and other uh, star systems throughout the multiverse. We understood this. We understand the sacredness of life. We understand that there's so much at stake here. And when the earth originally sent out her calling, you know, through the waves of volunteers, we understood from also speaking with the spiritual hierarchy who oversees the operation of the earth, that it has great urgency, there was great need to bring a planet such in the depth of density to rebring a planet and entire civilizations back to the divine essence, to where everyone belongs, the protection of life. We are great teachers. Think of us as teachers on wheels, great healers. We assist many, many, many homeworlds throughout the multiverse and the earth being one of the mission that we have accepted. The profoundness of why we are here and why I have accepted to do that is beyond words. But to make it compliant with the mental energy and to feel in your heart is that Think of a planet with so much life diversity. And then we said, she needs us. All of you need us. And so we call, I've come here to be a direct anchor, an anchor for the occurrence frequency. I'm here to, as a paradigm shifter, I'm here to awaken, helping everyone to wake, we awaken to your true identity and return to your celestial home. And to says, okay, the mold to you've been cast into what we call illusions. And then there's so many other influences that have come and infiltrated the earth 
those great illusionists who play with your emotional field, play with your heart center, making sure you look outside of yourself because you are giants of light. And I know that have, we have said that to many other interviews and we will say it again with consistency. You're returning to a state of grace. Can you imagine just for a moment, right in this moment, right here, right now, everyone or even thousands of people returning to that state of grace now. The planet shifts. This is it. 3D is transcended. We're completely moving forward. And so there's some multiple reasons but to capture the essence. I would say that, that is the essence of why I'm here. Amazing, amazing. And I hear a lot about the new earth or the, the 5D earth that potentially will, will come into our new realities or for some of us. Is, that, is this also what you're referring to, the new earth? This is part of it, absolutely. So the earth, if you look the earth into its eons ago, even before the first Atlantean project, even before the integration of the first Lemurian project, the earth was in a complete state of grace, in a complete state of, in this true divine conception, the way it, she was always designed to be. And so was all life upon the earth. And so over time, there's been so many contamination, um, there's been so much tempering with that the earth has sunk be, be, behind if you would, like going you know, going backwards, it's like telling you, you used to be a PhD, a doctor, mm -hmm. and now you're back into being in, in, you know, in sixth grade. And you go like, you don't belong in sixth grade, you already have your PhD. So you go back to where you, you need to be. So the, the journey from sixth grade to PhD, is just an, an analogy, an image. But this is just something that we can relate to. So a planet fall down so much, into density and beyond a certain evolutionary point that that cycle has come to full completion and that's why we're here to accelerate help you to move forward to leap forward into going back into the true point of origin if you would in its divine creation it's a divine blueprint as it was meant to be so there's multiple aspect to it and if you look at the level of assistance we are receiving, you know, you'd have a chance to speak with many great, fantastic light workers just in this podcast right here, right now. And so what you're doing, you're activating so many people directly from Australia, moving forward on the planet, creating waves of awakening, creating waves of energy, connecting into a synergy of heart-based energy, re-networking, reconnecting everyone on the planet as we are returning to a state of collective consciousness as we were designed to be here on this earth. And then that was kind of spread through an illusionist paradigm of individuality and separation. It's just an illusion. So we are peeling that, that veil, if you want. We are transmuting this veil to return to that state. So if you look at your life, how does it apply to you? all of you in your everyday life. When you are just even in traffic, grocery shopping, going to work, you know, listening to a podcast like this one, meditation, what is the first thing is connect to your heart, 
allow yourself uh, acceptance, allowance, open the door into your heart. I, moving forward on this moment, I breathe within the certainty of my light. So you trace fear, doubt, anxiety for the certainty of your light. What you're doing, you're increasing the light in your own self, for your loved ones, people around you, and also in the collective. You become a beacon of light. You become a beacon of light. And your entire neighborhood becomes beacons of light. The next thing you know, the next country next to you starts to get activation and it spreads. The power of even a handful of light workers can uplift thousands instantly right away on the planet. And when we set all life form, we also talk about the animal kingdom, the return of sacredness of life, trees, oceans, any form of expression of life that carry the divine spark, all forms. Mm. Amazing. I guess when you're also talking about light, is, is, it, is it what some people refer to as vibration, so raising the frequency? We mean in terms of the light? So um, if you're um, spreading the light, if you're, if, right. if, you're not, if you're not focusing on fear and the negative, denser emotions, whereas you're focusing on your heart and a more positive emotions, that is raising your light. But is, can it also be uh, termed as raising your vibrational frequency? Well, yes, it is all interconnecting. As you are turning your inner light, as you're expanding even into your own energy field, and emanating more light, what you do is you're increasing your frequency. You are rising above the density of the 3D dense energies of fear, anxiety, self-doubt, poverty, consciousness, all of it. You're transmuting those energies. It's like telling you moving out of the mud and moving into crystalline clear water of an ocean. The transition of even the molecule of water becoming infinitely lighter, pure, and carry also this purity of light within it. So it's the same if you want to give you an, an analogy, a, a metaphor, is out of the mud into the pure water of light. Mm. So, of course, you are increasing. It's like turning up the volume if you want. You're increasing the volume of your light. Therefore, you are also rising vibrationally in frequency. So anything that vibrates, or exist below won't be on the same frequency as you because you're rising higher. So it's all interconnecting into the ascension, into the acceleration. Really, really interesting. And from um, what I have learned through the people, some you know, many of the podcast guests that I've had, is that we d dependent on our light or dependent on our vibrational frequency, frequency on this earth we have the power to change our uh, timeline or change our realities. Well, indeed, because think of absolutely correct. Think of, think of just the concept of time, calendar, time, as we quantify time in terms of dates, months, hours, and seconds. It is a pure fabrication. It is completely fabricated, and yet... We all abide by it by agreement as a collective around the planet. So that's one. So you're transmuting. You are going beyond the time construct. I'm giving you like, here's a box that we call three-dimensional frequencies. Within the box, 
time is linear, past, present, and future. There's a clock that has 12 hours. We talk 24 hours on the clock. And here's our calendar that quantifies the passage of time. The moment you go outside of the box, where you rise in frequency and tap into a higher dimensional, the concept is non-existent. It is obsolete. It has no impact. The transformation of time and concept of time take a whole different meaning. So if you look even in terms of, you know, the magnetic field of the earth, how the earth is shifting, our nature is also shifting along the way. It's even, we're not even in sync with the national cycle of the earth because this calendar that we call upon when X on the calendar and it's another year, is complete fabrication. Mm -hmm. This is what we call an illusionist paradigm, an illusionary paradigm by which we all abide. So imagining transforming that will be on universal time instead of three-dimensional linear time. So everything transform, everything redirect. <laughs> and with that transformation, I want to just ask you a question. Is, so is everything in our perceived reality, is everything a hologram? Well, we are. We are. When we talk hologram, it's just that we are multiverse. We are multidimensional beings. We're pure energy. So, for example, I always like to give this example. If you take your hand to space and you move it to a room and just move your hand in front of you, you will feel a certain velocity, velocity of wind moving to your hands. Well, it would be the same thing. What I did, I went to 3D and I moved all the way to the six or seven dimension. Just by moving my hand, it's a matter of just moving through energy, rising our consciousness, reattuning who we are into higher perception. If I can tell you right now, there's no more veil around your third eye and your pineal gland has returned to its original size and or origin of term of qualities and properties, then I can tell you that your entire reality would shift like an hologram. It would completely be redefined because your perception is no longer confined within the time construct of 3D. So we're being so much programmed to believe and abide by it. That's basically pretty much all we see. Of course, there's many gifted people on the planet that can perceive beyond. When you see your guides, you feel your angels. When my team comes and opens a portal right in my room or right in my house, we're no longer abiding by that 3D time construct. We are beyond that. So when you travel, travel to the multiverses, you travel to those holographic reality and you will see that it will take <laughs> a long time for many more you know, hours to be talking just around this yes. <laughs> reality. But what's the essence of what you need to retain? It's that allow yourself to look at yourself, the world, around you because everyone has a version of the world it's not just a reality well it's a juxtaposition of many layers of realities that all together form a collective and imagining just to be able to perceive with renewed eyes if 
from the self-master, from your divine being within you has been yearning to connect with you, to have a voice. Listen, open, breathe, and be amazed to see how much your reality is transforming. Now, now remember, reality will precede you. Your reality will transform along with you. So as you're shifting, expanding, and blossoming, so is every aspect of re your reality. Everything. It's from inside out. That was beautiful. People have different names for it, but I just, I just love your description. It's so beautiful. Um, gosh, in the aspects of time, I just wanted to quickly touch on a question. As you mentioned, the earth is constantly uplifting and evolving. It is my understanding that the crystalline grids or vortexes around the earth, because the earth is changing and evolving, are moving and changing locations. Yes, we are constantly, it is constantly expanding. So when we think about movement, is that it's not just a certain corridor or trajectory in which the earth is taking place. It's moving to time and space. It's evolving. So when we do, for example, holographic healing with people, it's the same, a same concept that we take what looks like your body and we open all the layers. We move you into a time construct that is no longer within a certain trajectory or a certain time frame. We move you into a, a space, like a space continuum, where we look at holographically in all directions what we need to do we bring everything back, we can create a certain aspect of a new matrix that will help you evolve in a new direction and reintegrate into the 3D for you to be able to function. So the analogy here is something similar in terms of the vortexes and the energy field, even the magnetic field of the Earth is constantly shifting and redirecting itself to time and space, but not in the way that we perceive it, through the lower mental mind, but through the higher mind bridged with your heart. Everyone understands this, but it's higher knowledge that speaks even to your DNA, because your DNA is also multidimensionally evolving along the way. So we're all evolving in parallel with, with one another, which is why so many people on the planet have, are having you know, physical issue, how having so much, you know, energy unbalanced because they're not completely in sync with those changes. So you need also physically allow your body to become bigger, larger conduit of light to be able to reattune, to be able to integrate those changes. Because the earth, and she showed me many times, and I can feel it in my body, is she's leaping. She's leaping to time. She's leaping into, in like what we call quantum leaping. She is already in that space as we speak. She is not in the same space and time that she used to. She has, she has evolved tremendously. And we not feel it every day on the 3D, everyday life. But I can tell you that she's in a completely different space. And sometimes even when I walk, I can feel like there's vortexes pushing me forward. It's almost like I jump from point A to D all at once. And I went like, I feel like I'm wobbling. And I'm like, oh, there she goes. Here comes another jump. So 
you know, even myself physically, I have to reattune my physical form to make sure I stay always, you know, in gravitational, in sync with her and where we're going naturally. So it is, we are living in such powerful time and yet challenging at the same time. So honor your space, honor who you are, return to your true celestial home within you. Remember who you are beyond personality, beyond names, beyond, you know, what you have in thought to believe. And this is why we're going beyond this. It's what we call a return in, in our language. <laughs> Thank you so much. And, and just on a final note, I wanted to mention the incredible um, offerings and healings that you have on your website. I've just been looking at them. Um, and you help individuals connect with their soul purpose and realignment. Um, and, and for anyone that's listening or watching, I'll put all the details for everyone to connect with you in the show notes. Thank you so much, Risa. I feel like it's been like a spark of a conversation and exchange. And yet, it's so much energy there's so much strength and power in, in this exchange. And yet it felt it was just a spark, like a blink of an eye. I could go on for hours. I've got so many questions for you, but I guess um, on a final note, is there anything you'd like to express to our audience? Yes. The good news is that we're moving from a, what I call a fragmented duality state to more an enlightenment once enlightenment oneness state we're moving into that so we're returning into those higher octave of light frequencies and i know there's been a calling i can feel in everyone in their in your heart and in your eyes and your expression and there's a higher calling answer that calling listen trust and once again breathe into the certainty of your light so trade fear and anxiety for the certainty of your light breathe into this align yourself with the great universal flow with supreme creative force as we call god or source we call it supreme source and you will see how everything is unfolding in such divine order and synchronicity that more and more and then as for next year as we're moving into 2020 it's going to be an incredible launching platform where we're going to be able to interact and move forward in ways that we cannot conceive right now. So get ready, allow yourself to be ready, allow to your physical body to readjust, to bring in this crystalline light frequency, and also to move from the carbon-based through this crystal, even diamond light structure that we are meant to move into. And so as the same way for your DNA, everything is evolving in you, around you, and also great above and beyond so trust that you are magnificent amazing passionately wonderful <laughs> i'm so honored and grateful vivian chauvet for being you being on passion harvest thank you so much for your beautiful and incredibly passionate acturian messages thank you very much we are absolutely honored and we thank you so much for your work and for all of you Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you would like to know more, follow Passion Harvest on Instagram or Facebook. We would love to hear from you. Tell us how you are living your passions. 
please subscribe to our podcast and please rate and review it. Share it with a friend and inspire them to develop their passion. Goodbye and until next time, keep spreading that passion.